and welcome to this week's Ignite podcast. My name is Heather Morris. And my major Tom Grace. And welcome. Caitlin is not with us. We let her go on vacation this week. Yeah, I'm not sure why. She really didn't earn it, but... <laughs> we can't hear Major Tom very well. I'll talk louder. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, we hope everybody's having a great summer. Yeah. And you believe it? Yesterday was the first day of summer. Yes, it was. And today it's like 60 degrees yeah. outside. <laughs> yeah. So we hope everybody's enjoying their summers. Um, I know my teenagers are all getting jobs and swimming and seeing their friends and that kind of stuff. So... All right. Well, we're going to talk about something that's going to make everybody wiggle a little on their seats. It's a little uncomfortable. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I can always plead the fifth. Okay. So I'm going to start by asking a question. Okay. Major Tom, do you ever have anxiety? I have anxiety all the time. Okay. Tell us about your anxiety. Well, I, I mean, my anxiety is, you know... Where do I start? <laughs> I, I mean, I think that we certainly, as a result of COVID, there's a great deal of anxiety. But prior to that, I, I have anxiety. I have anxiety about my kids and family, and I have anxiety about my work. Sure, I have anxiety. Okay. Well, thank you for that answer. Mm -hmm. it's, sometimes it's hard to be a little... Um... Forthcoming. Yes, about our well, issues. Yeah, We're um, wiggling is, a little. I think the best thing is to be forthcoming about it. Yes, talk to other people about mm -hmm. it. Um, I'm going to answer that. You mm -hmm. didn't ask me. But I feel like I always have anxiety about not getting everything done. Um, sure. I think that's probably... Uh, I think that's probably a, something that women in particular struggle with because of the volume of responsibility they have. Oh, you're so kind. I thought that was going to be a joke. Like there was a line in there. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. All right. Separate question. I am leaving. I probably could have. Yes. But I won't okay. today. Yeah. So separate question. And then I'm going to tell you what we're talking about. Okay. Major Tom. Okay. Do you ever get angry? Of he is wiggling in his seat and uncomfortable at the moment. Of course I get angry. Um, but it takes, I think it takes a lot for me to get ragingly angry. How's that? Okay. Well, we weren't talking about that. I mean, we're not, we're not talking about raging. We're just talking about Anger? Do you get angry? Yes, I get angry. Starting to right now, by the way. So I'm going to agree, too, that I think I get angry, and we all get angry. So today what we're going to talk about is when your anxiety turns to anger. Mm. So, you know, I think we've talked before about just having anxiety about things on the show, but I wanted to put it out there that Anger is a symptom of the anxiety that you have. There is no question about it. Um, emotional responses. Anxiety is an emotional response to a situation. Anger is an emotional response to a situation. And when we get angry, those emotions can just kind of all meld together. And uh, we have to be really careful with that one. 
I always think now when I was, when I was a teenager, I never wanted anybody to tell me this. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's important to, when you're going through anything, mm-hmm. having any kind of extreme emotion, should mm-hmm. I say that mm-hmm. anger, sadness, um, anxiety, like just any kind of emotion. It is important to stop and figure out why you're having that. So I think that it is, um, it is, is welcoming for me to, um, understand why my own teens are going through what they're going through. So Mm -hmm. anxiety is a real thing. It can come out in so many different ways, but I think that it's eye opening to know that sometimes when you're just feeling angry, you can stop and think, what is making me like, what's giving me this anxiety and making me have this emotion? Well, and think of it this way. Um, The source uh, of our anxiety, depression, um, anger, the source is probably three to four degrees separated from how what we're dealing with or how we're responding to it. And oftentimes that's because we don't want to face it and we don't want to to acknowledge that whatever it is is getting to us. But you're absolutely right, Heather. It's stepping back and saying, now, wait a minute, what's causing me to feel this way? And two critical things. Are those feelings rational mm-hmm. or are they irrational? Are those anxieties rational or irrational? Am I creating something in my head that could never happen? Yet I'm feeling anxiety about it. Yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. I mean, those are great questions to ask. Mm-hmm. But if somebody asks me that, I don't have like a magic switch that's going to make me not still have that anxiety so no it's a process it's an absolute process Um, it can take a long time to get to the place where we just discover i say long time in terms of hours uh what what is triggering our anxiety and is that trigger realistic or unrealistic okay um i know that we've spoken about this before but um, just to remind everybody, Major Tom, can you tell us what the Bible says about worrying, which is part of an anxiety yeah, of worrying kind of goes hand in hand? Well, the Bible tells us not to worry. Jesus told the disciples, do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink. Went on to say, don't worry about the people who don't accept you because then you just shake the dust off your feet and move to the next place. God does not want us to worry. He commands us not to worry. He says, cast all of your cares upon him because he cares for you. So he doesn't just say, don't worry. He says, I have an antidote for your worry. Mm -hmm. And that's me. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I also love in Joshua Mm -hmm. where he says, I know the plans I have for you. Mm -hmm. Plans to prosper. Plans to prosper you. Plans to. For good. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I have a Joshua at home Mm -hmm. and I just love that he takes on that, Mm. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also do have teens that have anxiety. And it comes out in so in different forms. Some is it because of their gender. Some is because of their age. Mm-hmm. But they do. They have anxiety. Mm-hmm. They don't. Um, first of all, they're teenagers. Right. 
But I think that they've had a reality in their life. They've lost their dad Mm -hmm. and they have a reality that people can go away. Of course. Yes, absolutely. That people, um, like life is something to cherish. Yeah. They, at times, I mean, if they're listening, I'd like to, you know, I'm just going to share this with you. Um, They're nervous about me going somewhere, leaving the house, us Mm -hmm. all not, you know, being in one little, Mm -hmm. you know, family unit all the time. And, Mm -hmm. and I have to constantly um, remind them Mm -hmm. to pray about their anxiety Mm -hmm. and assure them that I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So that's critical. Um, there, I think there are, there are just normal anxieties that come into a teen's life. Yes. Okay. Whether it's going from middle school to high school, Mm -hmm. being a freshman in school, uh, that creates anxiety. I think friendship issues create anxiety. Absolutely. I think they really do. Absolutely. So, you know, I think the first thing is, and I think you've really kind of hit it. But I just want to stress the reality that anxiety is nothing to be embarrassed about. Um, Our minds are so finely tuned that if we uh, lose a certain level of a brain chemical, it can cause us anxiety and depression. So it's critical that we understand, uh, first and foremost, that, that anxiety is the norm now. It's not the exception, it's the norm. And now coming out of COVID, we have anxieties we don't even know yet. I mean, that's the truth. Yeah. So anxiety is normal um, and uh, we should accept that reality. Okay, I'm gonna crack a joke, mm. kind of something funny for a second, okay? That'll be a first, but okay. So I do have one child that kind of uses anxiety as <laughs> the excuse for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so don't be doing that either. Okay? All right. Well, let me address that then. Okay. Um, Just, I mean, this is the thing though. I mean, there's got to be a point where I know that the feelings that people have are absolutely real. It's not something to be embarrassed about. It is something that people around you need to be aware mm-hmm. of. So letting people know that, but you still got to go to school. You have to go to school. You and still got to gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, the, part of treating anxiety is, is understanding that, yes, and acknowledging, yes, I have it. But that is not the excuse for not doing what I know I should be yeah. doing. Now, I may need help in doing that. Mm-hmm. I may need, you know, I may need... Uh, a happy pill. That's what I call mine. Um, I may need one. I, the serotonin levels in your brain need to be increased. Uh, so there's nothing embarrassing about that either. But our anxiety, here's the, uh, here's the odd thing about anxiety. If I use my anxiety as an excuse for not doing what's expected of me, I am going to have greater anxiety because I have. Absolutely. That is such wise. Those are wise words. Because I'm creating scenarios where. Things aren't getting done. They aren't getting done. Expectations aren't being Uh met. And people are going to give me a little more anxiety. Yeah. Now, I do want to say on a more serious note. There are people that their anxiety is crippling. No question. 
And if you are to that point, mm -hmm. then you need to reach out to somebody. Mm -hmm. And if it's here at the Salvation Army that you're reaching out to us so that we can help you reach out somewhere mm -hmm. that can help you, then, I mean, it, it can become very, very serious. So yes. by me saying that, um, it is not to say that it, you know, it cannot become serious. It's mm -hmm. just ask yourself those questions. Is this something that I really can't do? Or is it something that I need, like you said, help doing, help getting? Yeah, I, I like this analogy. If, if I'm going out in 90 degree weather and sun without sunscreen, I'm going to get burned. Right. Well, here's the thing. Nobody makes fun of sunscreen. Right. It just makes sense. Yes. You need to do that. Yeah. Well, if I'm suffering with depression and anxiety and I'm not taking advantage of those resources that can help me with that, it's the same thing. I'm going to get burned. It's right. going to burn. Right. So um, th there is nothing wrong with seeking professional help. There's nothing wrong with going to your doctor and saying, look, I have this haze of depression. It's not, you know, it's not all consuming, but I have this haze. Uh, is there anything you can do to help? Yeah. Uh, serotonin levels have to be replaced. So. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, yep. opening yourself up a little bit on your mm -hmm. last podcast with us. Um, I Have you ever heard of Q-Stud? No. Okay. Q-Stud, this is the way that you're supposed to um, deal with your anxiety okay. that could turn to anger. Cause that's what we're talking, right. That's gotcha. what we're talking about today. Gotcha. So number one, these are the little rules. There are steps that you should follow. If you're feeling the anxiety turning to anger, find a quiet place. Mm -hmm. Number one, mm -hmm. number two, give yourself some space, meaning yes. not just a quiet place, but space from other people. Yes. Sometimes hard. You might have to go outside. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of brothers and sisters mm -hmm. growing up, so you might have to go outside. You couldn't really get away from anybody in that house, so you might have to go under the tree. Okay. Number three is give yourself time. Yes. Give yourself understanding and take away some of your distractions. Absolutely. Now, Caitlin and I have also been talking to, to all of you about how you can become closer with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So all of these mm -hmm. really are what Caitlin and I talked about finding time mm -hmm. to pray. Yeah, absolutely. We said find a quiet place, mm -hmm. find a space that's away from other people, mm -hmm. find the time in your day, um, open your heart to understand what God's trying to mm -hmm. say to you and take the distractions away. So I just thought that it was really interesting. Again, it's called Q-Stud, which I can put that on here. Sure. Q-Stud. Or you could put my method on there. I could also put Major Tom's method. Which is, when I'm feeling anxiety, I have a tendency to write the name of the person who's causing that anxiety on a golf ball. And then I obviously get my anxiety out on that golf ball. You're saying that you hit a golf ball. I hit golf balls a lot. Thinking, okay. I All right. Know. I'm glad that you have that. Your so I will also, on. I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. Okay. Now we're going to do a check it out before we say goodbye. 
Okay. If you go on to peermagazine.org, you can hear more about this. But did you know, I just found this out, that Peer Magazine has a Facebook page. I didn't know that. I did not know that either. So I love this peermagazine.org. Um, Is it like got Peer Magazine in the name? Yes. Yes. It's, it's Peer Magazine Facebook page. Mm. And it might have the Salvation Army on there, but I just did Peer Magazine and it came up. Wow. Um, this month they're talking about from Maverick City Music. Mm-hmm. His name is Chandler Moore Page. Mm-hmm. He is a praise and worship leader. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently he's quite fancy mm-hmm. and very Has popular. There's three names he has to. It not only talks about what the author um thinks about his career and how Mm -hmm. he's evolved, but it also um, talks about how you can listen to more of his music and Mm -hmm. samples of his music. So if you or somebody you know would like to have a Pure Magazine in their hands, you can let us know. We can get it to you. Or you can go on to puremagazine.org. That's a great great periodical. Yep. It's fantastic. Uh, Pertinent articles, current articles, great stuff. Really well done. So. We are going to sign off, mm-hmm. not in the same way Caitlin and I do. I mean, she knows what number episode it is. She knows all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that today. So we're going to sign off. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Ignite podcast. Caitlin's going to be next next week back with us. Mm-hmm. So we can't wait. And until next time. I won't be here next week. Okay. Can you just say the ending? Oh, is there an ending? Okay. Until next time. Ignite, ignite your, your life. life.